Have you ever seen that when you're walking along a trail or riding through a neighborhood and you see this big branch that has fallen down? We saw an awful lot of that last year after the hurricane, didn't we? I was just minding my own business, trying to get my miles in, but, but as I rode by that branch, I thought I heard something. I thought I heard, actually, I thought I heard a little voice. So I stopped my bike, got off, looked around a little bit, and I didn't see anything or hear anything more, so I thought it must have been my imagination. So I got back on my bike and started riding again, and I heard the voice again. So I stopped again and got off the bike and walked around a little bit, looked around, and, and the voice sounded like it was calling out to me, but, but I still didn't see anyone there. And all of a sudden I heard loud and clear, look down here, you sap. It was the branch talking to me, of all things, and trying to attempt some kind of sarcastic humor. It said, come here, I need your help. Pardon me, I said. I, I wasn't believing that I was actually talking to a branch. And so the branch went on, it said, come here, pick me up, plant me in the ground. I'm big enough by now to get by on my own. The other night, I separated myself from the trunk of that tree, and I've been waiting ever since for somebody like you to come along and help me out a little bit, to give me a hand. Well, I just started to ride away. But that branch cried out, don't leave me. Now these attempts at humor were getting a little too much for me. Not believing that I was about to carry on a conversation with a tree branch, I, I took a couple of steps back and began to explain that even if I would plant that little branch in the ground, I didn't think that it would thrive or grow or ever be able to bear any kind of fruit. I explained to it that it needed the trunk of the tree in order to feed it with water and nutrients and the sap of life. But that branch just sat there, shaking in the wind, insisting that I pick it up and plant it in the ground. Don't bark at me like that, it said. All I'm asking for is 10 minutes of your time, then you can go finish your bike ride. Well, it was obvious that this limb was trying to branch out a little bit. Okay, okay, I'll help you this one time, I said, but, but when your leaves start to turn brown and you fall over in the wind, don't say that I didn't tell you so. So I went over there and dug up a, a hole with my hands as deep as I could with everything I had with just my hands, and then I heaved that big branch on my back, it was a little heavier than I thought it would be, and I plopped it into that hole, and I returned all that loose dirt, and then I stepped back to take a look. And that tree branch was standing there so very proud. Wish you could have seen it. But it was leaning just a little bit. And I didn't think that its strength was going to be able to last. It was leaning, and so I shook my head in disbelief at all these events and took off on my bike again and wondered what I was going to tell Tammy when I got home. Well, that night, the wind came up and rain came down, and I wondered about that tree branch. I wondered if it was ever going to be able to make it through that night. Would it still be standing the next day? What would be the condition of its leaves? So I got on my bike the next morning and rode by, and my worst fears were realized. There it was, lying 
right down on the ground. Many of its leaves had already blown off. A few of the ones that were attached were already beginning to shrivel up, and, and it was a very sad sight to behold. I tried to prop it back up, but it just fell right back down. And this time it didn't talk, and all I could hear was this faint little whimper coming out of it. So now yesterday I went by it again, and that poor branch was wilted beyond repair. The, the leaves were droopy. They were losing their life. There would be no fruit coming off of that branch. In fact, as I was pulling away, I saw a city truck pulling up, one of those chippers, you know, and it threw it right into the chipper and reduced it all to a bunch of mulch. Because that tree had tried to branch out on its own, because it had separated itself from the source of life, that branch had lost everything it had hoped for. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If you look at today's gospel lesson and count the word abide or remain, you will see that it appears no less than eight times in this passage. Jesus uses that word abide. And notice that he does not say attain or gain the position of being a branch, but remain a branch. A branch doesn't choose to be a branch. It grows out of the vine. It is fed by the vine. It is nurtured by the vine. It is a source of life for the vine. And in the same way, you and I do not choose to be Christians because through water and the word, we are attached to the vine. And we take root and sprout and grow. We don't become spiritually alive because of any act or will or desire on our own part. Everything we need to be a child of God, everything we need to be a Christian, to be a branch in the true vine, everything we need to be and remain spiritually alive comes from the true vine. We live because the true vine died you think about it, he was separated from his father on the tree of the cross, knowing full well that when he was separated, it would mean hell for him. He knew that because of his death, he would be fully enabled to grant life forever to everyone who was then grafted into him through faith and forgiveness. The dead tree of the cross bore light and life and fruit for you and for me. So today is a day I've been looking forward to because this is one of those rare opportunities we get to gather together as one church, as one body, as one worshiping community, and we are being fed and nourished all together by the one true vine, and, and inspired by the Holy Spirit, we're doing what it takes to branch out beyond these walls today. Today, the faith that is in our hearts spills over from our mouths as we speak and sing together, as we pray and praise together. You are disciples because just like Jesus mandated, you have been baptized and taught. Remember how Jesus said we are to make disciples? Go and baptize and teach. And when you are baptized and taught, 
you are grafted into the true vine. You are a disciple. And so every time you come into the presence of the Lord and worship, you declare simply by being here that you will remain, that you will abide. Every time you come here, your promise is renewed to never separate yourself from the true vine. And as you leave here today, you'll be branching out, but you'll still be connected. You'll be tethered to the true vine. Jesus says, abide in me and I in you. He never says that he will cut himself off from us. He says, whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. So Jesus connected himself to you the day that you were baptized and he has never let you go. His will is to bless you with every spiritual blessing. Every drop of water from the baptism that saved you remains with you to this day. Every drop of forgiving sap that brings eternal life to your soul still sticks to you. You know how hard it is to get that sap off of your hands? Jesus sticks to you even stickier than that. And every drop of blood that flows into your mouth to give you the grace to bear fruit is readily available every time you come here. After all, when a branch is connected to the true vine, it bears fruit. But if the branch begins to separate itself from the tree, it stops producing fruit. And that's why we keep coming here. It's why we gather here week after week, month after month, year after year. We're here to get the nourishment that we need. We're here to remain connected. And nowhere else does Jesus do so much to connect himself to us. Here it is that he gives us his word. Here it is that he gives us the comfort of knowing that he has forgiven us when we hear his words of holy absolution. He says, I forgive you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it is here that the word is spoken in such a way that it is something that we're able to carry with us the rest of the week, wherever we go, whatever we do. But maybe most importantly, there's something that we receive here that we cannot receive anywhere else. How fascinating it is that Jesus talks about vines in our text for today, because from the vine comes the wine, and from the true vine comes the blood that brings forgiveness to strengthen your faith, to nourish you, to bear fruit. And that's what we need when God prunes us and uses those difficult times in our lives like fertilizer to strengthen us. And then God the Father, the great gardener, looks down on you and he, he sees the good fruit of your life that comes as a result of his own nourishment. He sees the fruit that you bear, love and joy, peace and patience, kindness and goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and even self-control. And all that blossoms and blooms and, and it ripens for a harvest. I love the way the poet Charles Singer puts it. Listen to this poem. It's it fits so well with this day. I couldn't believe I ran across it. The poem goes like this. Look at me, Lord, with my arms spread out, my hands open, and my heart filled with your goodness. I am like a tree, 
and I am even bigger than the tree there in the wood, because, Lord, I bear fruit in all seasons, even in winter, when skies are gray and cold seizes the earth and its people in an icy grip. Look at me, Lord, I am like a tree, and I say to everyone I meet, come and eat the fruit of my tree. Come and share my smile if sadness has brought you down. Come and taste my forgiveness if malice has enveloped you. Come and pick my friendship if fear has seized you. Come and taste my joy if misfortune has wounded you. Come to my tree and help yourself. Look at me, Lord, just as you asked. I am a tree which bears good fruit. Today after worship, we're going to gather together, we're going to eat, share, talk, celebrate the oneness that we share in Jesus, and then we're all, every one of us, going to go out and bear fruit. Bear fruit for God. Bear fruit from God. He bears fruit in us and through us. Because as Jesus says to us today, by this, my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Apart from him, we can do nothing. In Jesus' name, amen.